Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I cannot believe that we are three weeks in to 2016. This year is already going very fast. It seems like I was just at a New Year's party like 45 minutes ago and I blinked and January is almost over. Now, I realize some of you will listen to this podcast episode later, but a lot of you do listen on the day it comes out and we are three weeks into the new year. And and that's both good and it's a little frightening how fast things go. The good news is, is that we have a great year starting for all of us. But I received a phone call from a friend the other day and we were talking about kind of how the year is going. He's another person who has a similar business to me. He's a professional speaker. And he shared with me that he was a little bit disappointed that his year didn't really launch the way he had planned. He had spent some time in December really expecting to have some really big clients and some sales fall into place for his year that would really stack his calendar in a positive way. And as happens, sometimes clients go different directions. And so he had a little bit of a misstart in his first three weeks of the year. And I can kind of relate to that. You know, I'm actually having a good start to my year, but it happens all the time to so many of us that we get out and we start to, you know, we have our plans for what we want to do and they just misfire. Does that ever happen to you? Plus, we can so easily get distracted in this world we live in. There are so many things that keep us busy. Busy has become that badge of honor, sort of a faux badge of honor in our society. So people are always running around trying to do a million things and sort of proving to themselves and maybe to others that they're so busy. So therefore things must be going well. And yet lots of times they're just doing stuff. You know what I'm talking about? There's so many fillers. There's so many time sucks that we can do. We've got blog posts to write. We've got social media to check up on. We have to do our laundry. We have to straighten up our desk. There's so many little things that we can do that can keep us from getting the job done that we have to do. And, and let's face it, Downton Abbey isn't going to watch itself. But there are so many things that can take us off track. The good news is, I'm here today to talk about the fact that we're only three weeks into the year, and if you're already thinking, hey, where is this year going, it is not too late to sort of regroup because we have 49 more weeks left this year where we can really go out and kick some butt. Now, I have had some kind of fun things going on the first part of the year. I had one of, I I spoke at a conference that was just really exciting for me, not only from the standpoint of it was a prestigious event, but also from the fact that I met some amazing people. I was in Vancouver for five days, which if you've never been to Vancouver, it is one of the most beautiful cities that you can ever go to. Now, the downside is, is I spent most of those four days in the convention center. So I didn't get out very much, but, but I did venture out a little bit and got to explore a tiny bit of the city. But that was really exciting. The other cool thing is I've been working on launching this Cool Things Project, the group coaching program that you've heard about me talk about on here. And a lot of that launch has been tied to the launch of my new, of my new website because I have to have a way for people to be able to sign up and to pay to join this community that we're putting together. And I started the the rebrand of my website in December with the plan of it being done and ready by December 31st. 
but if you've ever worked on a website, things happen. I mean, my, my web designer and I, you know, we had to get together. There were little tweaks that had to get worked out. But just before I started recording this, I gave him the okay that we are ready to launch the website. So I hope by the time this airs, and I know I said this before a couple of weeks ago, by the time this airs, the new website is going to be up. So if you jump over to TomSinger.com, you will see, you know, sort of that labor of love that I've been working on. So let's talk a little bit about the Cool Things Project, because I know that there's four or five of you out there who listen regularly, who've been emailing me over and over saying, I'm ready to join, I'm ready to join. Let me tell you exactly what it's going to look like. The Cool Things Project is going to be a group coaching program where we're going to join together and sort of share what we're struggling on, what we're working on as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, as coaches, consultants, speakers, even people who are entrepreneurs, who work inside a company, but who have a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit. Because I'll tell you, if the statistics are right, that in just a couple of years, 40% of our workforce will be working independently as solopreneurs, as consultants from project to project, that is a huge number. And I don't think a lot of people are ready to be their own boss. I've been doing this for seven years as totally a solopreneur. I am a one-man show with my speaking business. And I will tell you that it has taken me seven years to just get to where I am. I mean, just being able to handle all the little nuances coming out of corporate America, there's an HR department who takes care of things like healthcare. There's, you know, a marketing department. Well, I was the marketing department, but who takes care of, of things like marketing the company. There are so many other people who are always there to support you that if you're working for yourself or in a small business, or if you're thinking about working for yourself or you're worried that, hey, if I get laid off, I, I might have to become a consultant. What do I need to know? I want this community to be a group where people can come together and share and really sort of inspire each other. Because anytime we try to do something alone, we're never as good as if we do it together. So the elements of the Cool Things Project is there's going to be a private Facebook page where I'm hoping people will chat and share ideas and introduce themselves and talk about what they're working on and 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 sort of have that place that where they can go where there's going to be people like them who they can talk to about whatever it is in their business current or future that they're concerned about we're also going to have weekly google hangouts we're on monday nights at seven o'clock central i am going to pop open a google hangout and anybody who is part of the community can come on and join and we'll talk through what people are doing now my goal is to have more than 10 people in this community my goal would be to have a, a team of 20 people who are participating in the cool things project at any one time now google hangout has limitations of 10 but if we're doing this every week, I, I was part of a similar type group uh, several years ago. And the truth was, you don't have everybody signing in every week. Early on, yeah, but people have things going on. So usually, I figure we'll get eight or ten people who can come on to the community and talk and participate. And also, there's going to be a couple of weeks here and there where Monday night's not going to work for me. And maybe someone in the community will be able to host it. Maybe not, but I, my goal is to make sure that at least three times a month, if not every single Monday, we're going to have that Google Hangout discussion. Also, everybody who joins can, during a six-month period, can have three half-hour phone calls for individual coaching with me. All you got to do is send me an email, we'll set it up, and we'll jump on the phone or Skype if you want to do it face-to-face, -face, and we'll talk about whatever you know is, is connecting with you that you think, Hi, I just need a little friend. I need a friend to sort of help me through this little idea. And then finally, the whole point is that we're going to have a community 
of people who have that entrepreneurial spirit who are just looking for a little more and they can't find it in conversations with the people who are currently around them. So I'm really excited about that for my new year and I wanted to have it launched by week one, but week three is a great time to get this going. Now, before I go on with this episode, as always, I've got to thank our sponsor, and I love our sponsor. Once again, our sponsor is Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. And maybe that's something that you want to do. Maybe that's on your bucket list for 2016. If you want to start a podcast, I recommend that you check out Podfly Productions because they'll set you up with the right equipment, the training, and the guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. They do all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content and growing your audience. And they have an exclusive offer for the listeners to the show. Just jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and they've got a special thing going. And you can also call them and just say, hey, I'm really serious about doing this. I have some questions and they'll give you the time because they are really nice and they're really fun to work with. Okay, if you're still with me on this episode, let's talk about taking some actions in 2016. I'm going to let you know kind of a couple things that I'm up to, and I hope that it inspires you for things that you need to do. Number one, my business last year did really well, but it was a little flat. It was sort of similar to 2014. Well, I needed 2016 to be a big breakout year. And one of the reasons was I've been in business at that time for six years, coming up on seven now in April, and it was time. They say, you know, for a small business to make it past that five-year mark is such a huge accomplishment. Well, I made it past that, and it was time for me to really have a huge breakout and sort of increase the clients I was working with. More clients, you know, better programs, better projects. And it was a good year. In a lot of aspects, it was better. But when I really look at it, the numbers kind of came out a little bit flat from the previous year. And I have to own and take the responsibility for that because I was not focused on my own business development. My business grows. My business grows by word of mouth. So much of what I do comes from somebody who knows me personally or has seen me speak at their company or at an association conference who then refers me to someone else. And so I kind of got complacent because I was growing year over year off of this word of mouth business that I wasn't really aggressive when it came to my own sales. I bet a lot of you out there can totally relate to this because I talk to so many people who they get so caught up in that busy right? There's so many things on their plate that they don't make the outbound calls. They don't do the marketing. They don't do the things they need to do day after day, week after week to make sure that they're growing their business. So for 2016, and I actually started this in late December, I decided that every week without fail, I was going to do direct outreach to organizations that could hire me, that have considered me in the past, or even ones that have hired me in the past, but a few years have gone by because you don't want the same keynote speaker two years in a row, or maybe even within three years at your conference. But after it's been four or five years, there's a lot of reasons why you might want to bring somebody back. And if I'm not actively reaching out to them, out of sight is out of mind. So what I've started doing every single week is making 15 outbound, either phone calls or direct emails to people talking about my products, my services, and what I can do to offer value for them. And that might even be, hey, I'll write an article for your blog or for your newsletter, because not everybody is going to hire me, but everybody could use a little bit of content. And I actually have been not pleasantly surprised, but overwhelmingly surprised by how many people have responded. Now, the truth of the matter is, 
Most people out there have ignored me. It's true. Think about your own day. You get an email from someone who has a product or a service that they want to sell. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you kind of know them, but you're busy. You know, you got to get home and watch Downton Abbey. There's so many things to do. We live in a world where we no longer think it's important or right to respond to people. We get a voicemail. We didn't ask them to call us. Boop, delete. We get an email. Half the time, we don't even open the email. Oh, that looks like spam. The other day, somebody called me and they sent me a really important email, but it had been phrased to look like it was an advertisement and I never opened it. It was still in my inbox. I had assumed their company was sending me an advertisement and I hadn't read it. So I'll be honest, very few people in the last five weeks that I've been doing this have responded. However, every single week, at least one person has responded in some way. Now, several of them have said, I'll take you up on that offer for an article for my blog. Well, great. I'll sit down and write that article because, you know, I want to show them that I am committed to that because maybe down the line that's going to mean something. But a couple of others have said, let's have conversations about what you have to offer. So the fact that I'm reaching out to 15 people a week and getting one who's responding to me in some manner is actually huge. And so that's one of the things that I must continue to do this year. What do you need to do this year if you're feeling like you're stuck and you need to increase your sales? Do you need to start making more outbound calls? I'll tell you what, it's scary and it's weird for me. I spent a lot of my career as a commission salesperson. So I made outbound calls all the time, but I wasn't the product. It's really weird for me to call people and go, Hi, my name is Tom and I'm selling me because I want to come and be your speaker for your event. And by the way, I'm really good at being the master of ceremonies at an event. It's just kind of weird to say, hi, I'm really good. But the fact is, if I don't call, nobody may ever tell them I exist. You might be facing the same thing. So that's the first thing that's on my list for 2016 is I'm taking action with just being more aggressive and reaching out to people. Because what I'm finding is a lot of people, small percentage, but enough are glad I reached out for them because they have that need. A second thing on my list this year is I want to meet new people. I want to bring some new friends in my life, people who inspire me, people who I can create that mutual and long-term beneficial relationship with where we can talk business, we can be buddies. So I'm just looking to meet more people. Now, I don't have a problem with my existing friends. And if you're listening, you're all fantastic. But the truth is, is that... You know, sometimes it's good to interject fresh people into your life because it brings so many new perspectives. My friend Jessica Pettit said that we judge people. So there's a video, and if you want this link, reach out to me. It's a four and a half minute video, and it's awesome. Or you can just search Jessica Pettit, P-E-T-T-I-T-T, What Really Matters. There's a four minute video speech that she gave at a conference where she talked about the fact that, you know what, we do judge other people. We write the story of who they are. The problem is when you've known somebody for a long time, we think we know everything about them. But oftentimes people grow, people change. We don't really know. And that's one of the nice things about new people is there's that constant discovery of of who are they and, and, and what do they have going on? And they're trying to discover who you are. And so I like the idea of bringing some new people into my life. But if you watch Jessica's video, one of the things she says is with the people who you encounter, new people or old, one of the things that's going to happen is You're going to write that story. You're going to think you fill in the blanks and know who they are. You have to leave room for edits because there's no way you can know everything that's there. And if you put them in a box and you think, well, it's so big and it's blue and you put that box on the shelf, you're really missing out on who they really are.
So as I said, I'm looking to meet some new people. And this Cool Things Project, in addition to being a service that I'm offering and that I'm facilitating this, this community, the truth is it's going to be an awesome way for me to meet really cool new people. So I'm excited about that. The second thing I've done, because my goal is to meet some really interesting folks this year, is I started a meetup group for solopreneurs in Austin, Texas, where I live. And starting in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start having a monthly meetup using meetup.com where people who are solopreneurs can get together and just chat about you know what they're facing, what they're dealing with, what's going on in their career, just to share ideas. What are the best practices for people who are freelancers? So I started that group so that I can meet some new people. And then when I was at this conference in Vancouver, I did something that I've done at five or six conferences the last couple of years, and it was awesome. And that is I organized a dinner of strangers. So what I did is I went on to Twitter and I used the hashtag for the event starting about four days before the event and all the way through the first night. And I tweeted it several times a day that one of the nights of the conference, Monday night, was dinner on your own. And what I did is I said, look, does anybody not have dinner plans? I made reservations at a local Chinese restaurant and anyone who would like to join me please come. We have reservations for eight. And the truth was I could have taken 10 and let's go to the restaurant, you know, and just see what happens. Just the serendipity of a bunch of strangers. Well, eight people did say they wanted to go. We put together a group, seven ended up showing up, one no showed at the last minute. However, the seven of us, I think most of us would agree it was an amazing evening because we all sat around, everybody introduced themselves, everybody worked in and around the meetings business. There was a couple meeting planners, a lot of us who are vendors to the meetings business, and we just sort of shared what was our background. And then we told stories and we laughed. Turns out one of the people in the group and I went to college together and we actually had mutual friends. Another person in the group has already referred me to two organizations she belongs to because they use speakers. And we've chatted by email in the last week since we've gotten home a couple of times. Uh, and other people in the group just were, they were really interesting souls. Now, will I keep in touch with all seven of those people? Probably not, but I can see where three or four of them and I will keep in touch over the long run. And so that really ties into my goal of, I want to meet new people. I took the action and I organized that dinner. So what's your goal? Do you want to meet more people this year? What are you going to do to get more people in to your circle of influence. You have to take the action or you're going to end up with a year that's flat. And I've experienced that. I know how that works. And my third thing on my list is I just want to have more fun. I've been really busy the last seven years growing this business. I've been really busy the last two years trying to grow this podcast and studying podcasting and figuring out different ways to you know, make this podcast interesting to people. So I'm at a stage where I want to just have more fun. Now, I'm not saying I haven't been having fun, but I shared a couple episodes back on the New Year's episode that I discovered I was just sort of dealing with some funk, right? I mean, it wasn't depression, and I don't want to undermine people who deal with real problems like that, but I've just been dealing with just sort of the burden of everything. And I think what it's done is it's taken away some of my ability to just enjoy what's going on in the moment. So one of my real goals for this year is I want to have more fun. And so I'm working with my wife and my daughter who still lives at home. I have another daughter off in college, but to make sure that around the house, we're just having a little bit more fun. I don't, we don't even know what that looks like, but you know, not everybody just sit down and watch TV and my daughter go off to her room. We've got to do some more things as a family and just get out there. 
Another thing is, is that I took up playing disc golf. And one of the things I've done a couple of times now this year is I've snuck off by myself to the local disc golf course that's in my neighborhood. And I just, you know, play a couple of holes. It's kind of fun. I do it by myself. It's in a very beautiful park, and so it's all wooded, and I just get a little chance to commune with nature. I do it during the work week. There's not a lot of people out there, and it's a lot of fun for me just to sort of walk around and have that opportunity to kind of be at peace with nature. Now, I suck at throwing the disc golf disc, so I'm trying to also improve because I also think it would be fun to get together with a bunch of friends and go out and do it, but kind of like regular golf, if you really suck and everyone else is really good, I don't think it's a lot of fun. So currently, I'm just having a good time by myself going out and trying to learn this sport and sort of see uh, what's going on. And I did this while I was in Vancouver. I only had a couple of totally free hours. And I just went out by myself. In addition to the fun I had at the dinner that I organized, another day I just went out and I walked around Stanley Park in Vancouver. And I just had a really good time watching the boats and the birds and the people. And I really made a conscious effort that everything I did along there was going to be fun. So do you want to have more fun? What are the actions that you're going to take this year? We are only three weeks into this year. And so I'm going to challenge you, if you've listened this far in the podcast, to write down three things that you would like to accomplish and that you would like to do in 2016 and then reverse engineer it a little bit. Try to say, what are the actions that I can take that can get me closer to these goals and then start doing it. And, and if you take action, email me and let me know you did it. It's always fun when someone listens to this show and they send me a tweet or an email and they say that show inspired me and I took action because without actions, we're not going to have those results. So we're three weeks into the year. But even if you listen to this three months into the year or nine months into the year with only three months left to go, now is the time to start and take action. So I'm fired up for this year. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunities that are going to happen in 2016. If you're a podcast listener and you like this show, obviously you have that little spark in you where you want more. Let's start taking action together to make sure that we're all going to get more. So again, as always, I'm so grateful to the people who tuned in and listened to this episode. We're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with somebody totally cool. But in the meantime, go on out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast was produced in part by Podfly.net. Podfly, passion for great sounding podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>